Hello there, and thanks so much for supporting the Music Career Show. My aim with this podcast is to help as many people as I can turn their passion for music into a career that can support them and their family by speaking to people who have actually done it and finding out how they've done it. With this in mind, I have developed my music career roadmap. This is a fully comprehensive and detailed step-by-step guide of how you can go from dreaming about your ideal career to actually implementing and living that dream. It is yours to download for free and can be found in the description of this episode. If you would like any support at any stage of your music career, you can reach out to me via email at barry at oneladmusic.com. I wish you all the best of luck and I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Music Career Show. Welcome to the Music Career Show, telling you the stories of the world's best professional musicians. Hello there and welcome to the Music Career Show. My name is Barry and every week I'll be speaking with incredible musicians from all over the world about how they've honed their craft and made a career out of doing what they love the most. If you're a new listener, then while you still have your device in your hand, please take a second to subscribe and tell your friends all about the Music Career Show. Okay, hello there and welcome back to the Music Career Show. So my guest today is the creator of a website, and app called Fan Club. Fan Club, as I said, is a website and it's an app which offers musicians a place to host their own exclusive content and grow their fan base. Since it's launched only this year, at the end of July actually, uh, it's gained the trust of more than 30 plus musicians and bands from all around the world who post often kind of like unique insights into what goes into making and performing their music, as well as exclusive live gig footage, unplugged versions of songs and everything else that we as fans often don't get to see. So this is Declan McGinnis. Declan, hello there. Thank you very, very much for being on the podcast today. Hi there. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Ah, it's an absolute pleasure. An absolute pleasure. Declan, whereabouts in, uh, whereabouts in the world are you from? I'm based in the Cayman Islands, but I'm, I'm from, from Ireland. Huh? So yeah, I've been over Ireland. here about, about 12 years, but I'm, I'm from Dublin. All right. And what brought you over to the Cayman Islands? Work. Uh, boring accountant work, but um, oh, it's a nice place to come. I've been way worse places in the world, and I'm sure you have as well. Not too yeah. bad. Cool. So let's um, before we talk about the uh, the app, let's let's go back to where, where did it all start for you, music wise? I've just always been a fan of music, and and as a teenager, friends were in bands in Dublin, and just hanging out with them. I could never sing or play music, but I was always just a fan of it, and just hanging around and going to gigs. Um, I went to London to college then, and I I set up a, a fanzine in London just as a way of meeting bands and artists and, you know, getting into gigs for free and getting CDs for free. But um, I ran that for a few years in London through college. Um, then I went off and had the accountancy career. And then I just came up with this idea for fan club. Um, it, it really happened through lockdown, through the lockdowns in 2020. Um, just sitting, watching lots of really cool stuff online, watching artists doing really good stuff. Um, they couldn't get out and play live, especially, you know, unsigned independent artists, depending on live music for their to, to get paid. Um, they spent that time not being able to get paid, but they're putting up some really good stuff online. Um, but I found it was hard to always go back and find it. So, you know, if you've got something on Facebook or, or Instagram, especially like a, an Instagram live and they do like a 10 minute thing where there's a bit of chat and then there's a song and a bit of chat and a song. And it can be a really good performance in there or two, really good song. 
Um, and for the next day or two, it's it's easy enough to go back and find it and click on it and listen to it. And you know, I'd be I'd listen to a lot of music in in the office in work, and um, it'd be good, you know, just to go back and listen to that kind of those songs or performances. But then they get lost in the internet with all the you know, there's so many other posts and streams and things to find. So I was just kind of trying to find a way, one, of, of getting income revenue to the artist during that time, but also for the fan to be able to find those performances and to collect them somewhere. So we came up with this idea of putting together a, a platform where we collect exclusive performances um, of artists doing, you know, it could be a new song, it could be an acoustic version of an old song, it could be live version of a song or... Um, one of, one of my favorite things, again, through all that time is a lot of streams and we've seen a lot of things being streamed and live shows being streamed. Um, but again, it's hard to kind of be in the right place at the right time for those. And they might have been only available for a day or 24 hours or that kind of thing. So again, collecting all these kind of performances somewhere. Um, one of the ones I like to kind of push or promote with the artist is a sound check. Um, because I think you're in an empty venue. It's often a very cool venue. And um, I worked in the Shepherd's Bush Empire for a good few years. Um, and some of my favorite music memories of, of being in the empire were sound checks, where you're there and there's like five or six people in the room. And, you know, Noel Gallagher gets up with an acoustic guitar and does Wonderwall. And you're kind of looking around going, did everyone else see that? And this was yeah, sure back, back, back in the 90s, you know, so it's not, a, you know, dragging out your mobile phone and recording it and stuff. But it's those kind of special performances. Um, I saw some great ones there that just kind of, you know, I like to try and push that with artists too, that these are the kind of things fans want to see. Um, it's the nerdy fan who wants to see a bit more, you know, not just the, you know, the song on Spotify or whatever, but a, a bit of a different version of it in a different venue or, you know, live or acoustic. And, and that's kind of how we, we kind of just started building the idea about maybe about two years ago, during the lockdowns in 2020, I then spent a good year trying to come up with business plans, how it would work, technically how it would work. Um, and then about a year ago, last September, we got a bit more serious about it. I guess last sep- summer during 2021, I went back to Dublin and I met with a few musicians and chatted. And the, the ones I met with all loved the idea. Um, so I thought, okay, this is this is something that could we could run with this. This could actually, you know, work. Um Set up a company, got the got a US developer company to start building the website and the apps, and we are, got to the stage now where we've, we're live. Only live about two months. We went live in July, um, so we're we're very new, but we're we're happy to be to be out there now. Yeah, it's it. it I, I I love the concept. I actually really really love the concept because as you're saying, it's the 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 nerdiness behind. Um, behind all the the performances if i go to a gig the first thing i do is i don't i I, and not not out of ego or just thinking i'm class or anything but it's and i think it's an awful lot of musicians do it is i'll go if if i go and see a gig and i see a musician playing i'll instantly look see what kind of guitar is he playing i'll try and have a look at what amps are behind him what what pedals are on the ground do you know what i mean what guitars has he got in, in in the background so like as a as a music fan myself, being able to like go backstage with all with all my favorite artists, artists that'd be amazing. That'd be absolutely fantastic, and I would love that. Yeah, and and that's what I think. That's what I think. Hopefully, will be the attraction for both for fans and for artists. That artists get to you know the you know trying out new stuff or doing new songs or different versions, and then for the fans to actually see all this really cool stuff. 
Um, I was in London a few weeks ago to see uh, Niall McNamee. I don't know if you know Niall, but fantastic singer-songwriter. Really, really good. He was playing in Camden um, and went in for the gig. But before the gig, I sat in a room with him and another guy, another guitarist, Cahill Murphy, just running through a rehearsal of, you know, songs they were going to do on the night. And it was just brilliant just sitting there recording it all. And that's all up now on the site. So fans yeah. get to see that kind of insight as well. You know, it's it, it's those kind of things that we're, we're trying to push that, that that exclusive side to it. Amazing. Yeah, it's something that's that, that's come to mind there is anytime I see uh, musicians out on the road, they'll do like kind of Instagram stories and yeah. they'll be like just a quick oh, sound check and do yeah. a quick scan of like everyone sound checking. But um, you're only getting however long an Instagram story is, 10, 15 seconds or something along those lines. Um, yeah, and, and that, also, that, 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 also that kind of thing gets lost as well. So we're, we're, we're trying to push with the artists is do your Instagram story, Do see, keep doing that. We're not trying to compete with any of the stuff you're already doing. So do that for all your followers, but then record a song and throw it up on fan club. So then it, it's there forever and it's, it's in a place where it's easy for, for fans to get to. They can see it. They can, you know, we, you can create playlists. You can, you know, go back and see those songs over and over again. And also fans of signing up get to see all the artists on the site. So it, it's building up that awareness of other artists too, hopefully. So as a new artist gets added, um, whoever is subscribed, so I'm subscribing every month and currently there is 30-ish, 30 something artists, I believe. And in next month, if a new 10 artists sign up, then I get access to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's brilliant. The idea is that it's 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 you get to see everything on the site. So we're you know we, we want it to be a credible place for music and for artists. We want we want fans signing up because they're get they know they're getting good music on there, and and that they'll go and look at other stuff on there so that they'll you know they can you know sign up for one artist but then find others on the site, and then each artist has a has a home page on the site because a lot of these especially younger independent artists they they don't have a website they don't have somewhere to go to find out about them apart from Instagram or something. And, you know, it just gets lost in all the traffic. But they have a homepage with a biography, with a news section, with a live gig section, so they can put up the information. So the, the idea is, you know, you sign up for one, but then you find another artist and then you see they're playing live somewhere near you next month. You'll go and see it. Or you, you go and buy their music on Bandcamp or, you know, you, there's an acoustic version on the site that you really like. And then you go and find it on iTunes or Spotify or Bandcamp and you know you follow the artist and all those other ways too. Brilliant. That's absolutely it, it, it's a really unique idea. I really really like it. Um so how does how how would a musician go about signing up? Well, um the the website is there. There's a subscribe on the website for artists and for fans. So for for an artist you you it, the message comes through to us and then we we go back and we start engaging with the artist and go okay, who are you? Show us your social media handles you know, that kind of thing, send us some music. Um, and then we, we get you, we'll get you set up. Um, we have, we set up the page, hand it over to the artist and then they, they run with it. They have their own login and password and, and they run with the site. Very good. And does it cost anything to sign up? Not for, for, an, for artist. an artist. No, no, nothing, nothing for an artist. No, okay. nothing to sign up. The only commitment from an artist we ask for is five songs to, to sign up and activate your account. Um, so once we have the five songs on there, we'll activate it. We'll hand it over to the artist, and then really it's up to them. But the but the more the more music they're putting up, the more likely their fans are going to sign up. The more followers they'll get, the more commission they'll get. Um, we're we're already seeing the, the the artists that are 
that are pushing it themselves and putting lots of extra music on there, they're the ones that the followers are coming in on. Uh, the, the guys who put up five songs to, to activate it and have done nothing since, they're, you know, the followers aren't coming in yet. You've got, you got to push it. And, you know, the, the fans want to see value for money. So they want to see that you're active and you're putting songs up regularly and all that kind of stuff. Very good. And then, so say, for example, if I'm a fan and I log on for, we'll say, Roy Buckley. i seen Roy was on it. Yeah. Uh, Roy is going to be a, a, a guest on the podcast this week, actually. Um, so if I, if I log on and I want to go and see loads of music from Roy. So what happens is yeah. if, if a fan comes in, you know, from Google or somewhere and finds the site, um, they go into, they go into they, you can see everything on the site before subscribing. You just can't press play on the music. So oh, okay. fans can go in and have a look and, and, and see what artists are there, see what videos and songs are there. So then they make the decision, okay, cool, I'm going to subscribe. They put in their details, the credit cards, and, and then this is how the commission for the artist works. They're asked, who brought you to the site? Who are you following? So ah. th- that's where you, you pick an artist, and then that's how that artist then gets the commission based on that fan following you. So Roy Buckley, as an example, so Roy puts it up on his own social media, go, oh, I've got songs on fan club. And then the fans jump over to fan club and they're following him. Um, And all the artists will have a have a unique um, URL, a unique link. So that's if the fans follow, if Roy puts it up on a social media, the fans follow over to fan club. They don't get asked then who you're following because you're already following Roy. So it's already in there that it's Roy. So. But if you come blind to the site from Google or something, you, you have to pick an artist. Okay, right. That's br- that, that is really really good. It's really really clever. What I was going to say there was then when 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 I do sign up and I want to follow Roy Buckley, can I engage with Roy there on yeah. the site? You can't. Yeah, so there's, there's like a, a message. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a there's a few things. There's a there's a forum for just general chat about stuff, but there is a message function for the artist. Uh, now the artists can turn it off if they want. So some artists, you know, aren't so keen on that idea, but they can turn it off. But the, yeah, there's there's a way of doing it. And what we hope that will happen is we we want fans to ask for songs, you know. So they go, Ah, oh, Roy, I love your version of whatever the song might be. Will you will you do one here on Fan Club? That kind of thing is what we're Brilliant. hoping it will it will you know where fans will engage with with an artist and say, you know, play this one or do a version of that one. Very good. That's that, that that's absolutely brilliant. So say for example then. Again, we'll, we'll 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 stick with Roy. We'll stick with Roy. Yeah. So I, I I go on and I said I'm here to see Roy, and then I discover somebody like Charlotte Campbell, who I also saw is on a fan yeah. club, and I am a, quite a big fan of. Um, cool. And but I I go on and I discover Charlotte then through through Roy. Yeah. What's the benefit for Charlotte in in that case? Well, the, the, the benefit there is, I guess, it's, it's someone else discovering her and will hopefully go and buy her music elsewhere and find the music elsewhere. Um, we'll hopefully go and see her play live because they'll, they'll now be engaging with her homepage and seeing all that kind of stuff. Um, we, haven't, we haven't tried to, to split the commission because it's just too difficult. And, and we're, we're, you know, we're a two-person team here building a new you know, startup company. Um, yeah. So we've gone with it. We've, we've tried to keep the model as clean as possible. And as straightforward as possible. So you sign up for Roy. Roy gets the commission. You find Charlotte. Charlotte gets a new fan, and and it builds up that way. And then she, you know, hopefully that person will will go buying her music and all that. But then further down the line, as as this builds, we are we are licensed with Imro, um, all the licensing and the royalties. So hopefully, you know, as the numbers grow and people are following, you know, listening to Charlotte's music, then she'll get a royalty payment at the end of the year as well. 
fantastic. You've thought of everything. We have, we have tried to think of everything, to be honest. I mean, it was like, as I say, started thinking about this in 2020 during the lockdown. We got serious and set up a company late 2021. But all that time we were talking to people on how this is going to work. I, I went to Dublin and I met with IMRO, um, which is the Irish music rights organization for some of your English viewers I might not know. But um, so we, we met with IMRO as the licensing people well before we'd even set up the company because we wanted to make sure we were doing it right and we were approaching it the right way. Um, and they were delighted and they were like, look, people don't normally do this. They normally, you know, we're normally chasing people after they've set up going, what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. So we said, no, we want this to be clean. We want it to work properly. We want to make sure we're doing it the right way. Um, so we spoke to a lot of musicians about it and we spoke to people like Imro, spoke to a lot of, you know, managers of artists and things like that. How, you know, how should we do this? And so we got some good people involved in, in terms of the lawyers and the accountants in the background. We've got kind of, you know, consulting or helping us out. So in terms of like competitors, there might be people like sitting, listening to this or watching this thinking that sort of half sounds like iTunes, it sort of half sounds like Spotify, sort of half sounds like Patreon. Where does fan clubs sit in with all of that? Well, we've... We've tried not to be a competitor to any of them, and I don't think we are. I think we, we sit nicely beside them. Um, we're a mixture of all of those that you've mentioned. I, I like to think we're a mixture of a Spotify and a YouTube, um, but with a, with a membership wall, whatever. Um, the Patreon model comes up a lot, especially with artists. So I'm talking to an artist about signing up, and they said, oh, but look, I've got my Patreon. I don't want to lose my Patreon fans. What, what, you know, how is this going to sit beside it? But I think we are very different. Um, so, for example, if an artist has a Patreon page where they're doing maybe a monthly Zoom call or they're doing, you know, a new demo every month or they're doing a newsletter or these kind of things, what I say to them is keep doing that. Keep doing your Patreon because that's what those fans want and that's what they're getting and that's what they're used to. I don't want you doing a chat on here. I just want songs. We're not doing newsletters. We're not doing demos. It's just songs like YouTube version songs that people can shuffle, put in playlists, listen to. Um, and the other thing is that with the difference from Patreon is you come to fan club as a fan and you get all of the artists. Um, you go to Patreon, you're signing up for one. And then if you want to sign up for another, you're paying again to sign up for another. So we're, we're not trying to compete with that model. That's very different. And, and it, it, it's very much the patron model as Patreon is, as they sell themselves. We're, we're trying to be different. We're trying to be a club. We're trying to be a, um, a community of, of somewhere where people will find credible music um, and, and just lots of music and lots of songs that they can go and find. So, and again, if you're an artist and you've got commitments on Patreon where you've said, I'm going to do this every month, that can all obviously be a bit of pressure on you. If you're, you know, on holiday or on tour or something and you have, don't have the time to do your Patreon, Whereas we, we don't have any of those monthly commitments for an artist. Um, we like to think when you're busy, you'll keep putting music up. If you're on tour, we're saying, you know, record a song at each gig so fans can see you doing that US tour of all these cool cities and, you know, cool venues. Put a song up there so they see it. But it, there isn't that commitment. Um, so I think, we, I think we sit nicely beside all of those and we're happy for, we're happy for artists to promote their pages and upsell themselves on all of those two. So on, on fan club, you'll have your biography section, your news section, and by all means, you, you put in your link to your Spotify or your Bandcamp because we, this is for fans. We want fans to go and 
find the music and buy the music and support the artist in all those ways. Yeah. So you're saying, so that's, that all sounds fantastic. So you're saying for, if, if, if I go out on, t- on tour, for example, in the morning and maybe you, you yourself, you said you're not a musician, so you may, might not have um, experience of touring, but you'll have to- experience of traveling and all that kind of crack. And when you're a traveling musician, you sort of, there are some things that you have to bring and they are bulky, for example, a guitar mic stand if you have a pedal board or microphones or whatever so like what sort of recording quality would you be expecting on fan club for a song to throw up is a simple just phone job would that work or what do you think absolutely yeah absolutely and most of it is 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 a phone i mean most of the phones today the quality especially the newer ones the new iphone and stuff the quality is fantastic so that's exactly it that's what we're trying to push we have some artists who have put up, you know, proper, fully produced videos and things like that, which is great. Um, but we're really pushing the, the the fact just to make it as easy as possible for artists and do it on a phone. Now, you, a lot of venues um, will have cameras set up and will record the gig for you. And then the artist gets a copy or buys a copy or whatever. And then so that's even better. And then send us those and we you know, or put them straight up yourself as an artist. Um, but really, we're pushing the phone thing because it, it's that, you know, the it's the the exclusive part of just being at a gig in New York or wherever, Boston or somewhere. Someone's on tour playing all these places and the fans want to see, you know, see you playing in those places and just doing a song. Now, the artist hasn't got a, a, a film crew with them and may not even have a person with them. It, it, you know, you're a solo artist going on your own. And then it might be a case of going to one of the guys in the venue and going here, will you take my phone and just record me do this sound check? You know, and that's, that's perfect. And, and it's on the phone and whatever. And you see a lot of the stuff and what we're learning as well, we're trying to encourage people is to turn the phone landscape because yeah. it, it works better. You know, you'll see there's, there's a lot of videos on, on fan club where it's the other way and there's a black banner on the side and, oh, it's recorded on the phone. Just turn up landscape and it, it, it's the picture is fine. The sound is fine, you know, and it, it's it may not be the quality that an artist would be putting out on a live DVD recording or something. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're trying to get. We're trying to get that fan, you know, experience. A, a lot of the stuff I watch on YouTube and listen to is live concerts where it's someone in the crowd with a phone, you know, yep. and you hear the people around, you know, coughing or singing along or whatever. But it, you're caught up in the live performance. And that's what we're trying to capture. So we, we, you don't, we don't mind that at all. You know, it's, it's a phone in the crowd works great or beside the stage. Yeah. When you're saying about the, you, you could hear all the, like the coffin and the, even the, the, the rawness of it. One of my favorite albums growing up was, um, Aerosmith live bootleg. And it was literally, it was literally that it was the equivalent yeah. of back in the seventies. Someone had a, whatever, I don't know how you managed yeah. to get a bootleg yeah. back in the day, but you could hear yeah all the mistakes yeah. that the guitarist made or and all that kind of crap yeah. and that, that that's what made it fantastic so the fact that you're yeah. th- th- that that seems to be the line of the line of thinking yeah absolutely and i mean as a kid i mean i i, I you're probably too young to remember this but in o'connell street in dublin was the guys there selling the bootleg tapes the cassette tapes you know and that's you go in on a saturday and you'd buy your bootleg tapes of the U, the latest u2 concert or whatever was going on and, um, you know, and, and like that, it was that raw, it was someone with a tape recorder down in the crowd, but it was fantastic. It was it, the sound, the, the energy you get from it. It was, it was just brilliant. Amazing. Okay, cool. Um, Declan, that was absolutely fantastic. Um, a really unique and innovative, um, idea, um, and really thinking outside the box. So fair play to you. 
where can people find Fan Club? So we're on the Apple Store and the Google Store as um, Fan Club Music. Um, the website is Fan Club LTD, Fan Club Limited, FanClubLTD.com. Um, that's our picture and our logo. And we're on Instagram, um, Facebook as Fan Club Music Streaming. But um, yeah, FanClubLTD.com. Fantastic. And is that available worldwide? Yes. It is available worldwide. Absolutely fantastic. Brilliant stuff. Right. Well, the only thing left to do is a quick fire round. So we're just going to ask you, or we, honest to God, who do I think I am? The queen with the royal we or something. Jesus. I am just going to ask you a couple of quick, silly questions just for the pure crack. And um, don't even think about them. Just blurt out whatever answer comes to your mind, first of all. Or, yeah. Right. So what is your favorite film? Oh, I've gone blank. I've completely gone blank. The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) Fair play. What's your favorite album? Rattle and Hum. Rattle and Hum. Very good. Did you get that on a bootleg back in the day? I probably did, yeah. And I've also, since I said that, I've got three or four that have jumped in that are better than that. But that was my first reaction when you asked. What's the three or four? Uh, Hounds of Love, um, Kate Bush, A Brief History, The Waifs, uh, The Sound of White, uh, Missy Higgins. I'll stop there. Fair enough. So uh, an eclectic mix. Um, what is, this is one that I ask everybody, and I say this on every single episode of the podcast, this is one that I ask everybody, but I love asking this. What is your favorite word? Fan club. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very, very good. Tea or coffee? Tea. Tea, fair play to you. Um, if you could have an unlimited amount of anything, what would it be? i got to say music. Fair <laughs> Exclusive play. performances of music. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and we'll do two more. What item is worth spending that little bit extra on? The exclusive performance. Fair enough. What do you regret spending that little bit extra on? Um, what do I regret spending? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. Um, nothing springs to mind. Um, I don't know. I can't I'd imagine think of an because, because you're, you're an accountant, you'd, you'd be quite meticulous about what you'd spend money on, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, I spent a lot of money on the development of this website, <laughs> which, but I don't, I don't regret it. But it's been a lot. <laughs> well, I, te- I tell you what, Declan, if the fan club and the accountant doesn't work out for you, marketing is definitely your game. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um, fair play to you, Declan. This has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, we're going to sign off there now. We'll make sure that all the, the the links are shared in the description of the podcast, and we'll see you all on the next one. Thank you, Declan. Thank you. Thanks a lot. That was the Music Career Show. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends about the Music Career Show.